happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Yeah, it, it, it could happen here. That's the podcast that you're listening to. It's a news podcast about shit falling apart. Uh, that's the only intro you're going to get because Garrison is right now in the city of Atlanta, Georgia, reporting on the continuing Stop Cop City protests. Uh, Garrison's done a number of scripted episodes covering these in detail over the last year and change. Uh, They're in the thick of it right now, so I'm just going to bring them and a friend on to talk about what has been happening this week. Yes. uh, That's your cue. This week is is a special week because this is the Mm -hmm. fifth week of action that has happened here in Atlanta as a part of the Stop Cop City and Defend the Atlanta Forest Movement. This episode is going to be like a midweek update because this this week of action is still very much ongoing. Uh, there's still yeah. many many days that that things can happen with, uh, but a lot a lot of a lot has already happened in in these in these first few days anyway. So we're gonna kind of do a, a quick a quick little update, and then a more comprehensive piece will be later down the line. But with me here to help uh, talk about what's go- what's what's gone down so far is someone from the Atlantic Community Press Collective, uh, Clark. Hello, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks uh, for having me on. So thanks for being on. Yeah, we've we've been kind of we, we've been we've been kind of uh, teamed up the past few days here as as many, many, many things, both silly and serious have have taken mm-hmm. place across Atlanta. Yeah. Um, safety in numbers. Is safety in numbers. Uh, yeah. That yeah it's always thing. nice to have friends when you're watching jackbooted thugs go fucking apeshit with all of their new toys. And I mean, I think that is part of the week of action idea is getting as many people here as possible and hopefully some of that makes makes some people uh uh more safe. Um, that's something that we'll probably talk more more in detail later when we have kind of hindsight. Uh, 
But I guess today, let's let's just start on what's kind of happened so far chronologically. I guess starting on Saturday, we I I met you Saturday uh, for a rally at Gresham Park. I, I think it's where we first met up this week. Yes, yeah, so we met at the rally at Gresham Park, which uh, had about I would say an hour's worth of speeches uh, before they kicked off a march uh, down the bike path from Gresham Park to what uh, the activists call Wilani People's Park. Uh, which is the site of the protest beforehand. Uh, so the forest around it had been unoccupied since the raid uh, in January that uh, saw the killing of Tortuguita. So this was the first sort of uh, permanent return to the forest. Uh, so we took a, I don't know, 40 minute march down uh, the path and then landed in uh, Wilani People's Park. They had one more little round of chants uh, with a promise to defend the forest. And then they they broke off and uh, everything was a it was a nice, really relaxing day. Yeah, it was it was a pretty positive start to the week of action. Um, People essentially retook Wilani People's Park. Uh, and started to go into the forest once again. Uh, camp got set up in the forest. Um, lots of people from both in town and folks from out of town started started to camp in the woods again. Um, and then in the the hours after this small march, people started to prepare for the music festival, which was planned like a like a few hundred feet away from a lot of people's park, I guess, inside uh, inside like a more like open field area. And music festival went off without a hitch the first day. It was pretty, pretty rad. Yeah, I think uh, there was about 500 people for 500 people that first night of the music festival. Yeah. Uh, and the, the vibes were great. Everyone was having a fun time. I think it went on until about 1 a.m. And I, I don't think the first day could have gone better i i think it went on till about 4 a.m <laughs> um, okay well i went to bed at 1 a.m i i did not go to bed at 1 a.m i was at the, i was at the music festival quite quite a bit longer <laughs> i'm quite a bit older and i think that was the reason i had to leave uh yeah, so garrison yeah. doesn't understand things like uh needing sleep yet so give true. another year or two before they hit that sweet sweet wall so so true mm-hmm. then i'm then I'll have to find another teenager to go do journalism. <laughs> just, just every every like four or five years, you just find just, a new one. Yeah, just just keep re-upping like Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, so the, the the first the first day was uh, was pretty good. There was no no substantial police response that I saw. Um, police kind of left people alone in the forest. The march from Gresham Park was was fine. Um, and people got to spend a night in the woods again, uh, which, you know, we ha- had, had not had that many people in the woods in like months. Um, and I mean, this is this is it should be said, like camping in a music festival, but it's like relatively high risk because people have gotten significant charges just for camping in the woods in the past. Yes. And the very recent past part part some some of the warrants that that have been issued that justify the uh, charges like domestic terrorism have included things such as sleeping in a hammock with someone else in the forest. And that's the reason why they're getting charged as a domestic terrorist. So yeah, it is a music festival. People are camping. It's kind of chill, but also there's absolutely this kind of, this just like this, like a ever present kind of fear 
that despite what is being done being pretty pretty kind of like normal and not and not 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 in and of itself militant or radical still the consequences from the state are kind of always always looming happy pride from tomboy x celebrating pride and the queer community all year queer founded queer run and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Which kind of leads us to Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which picks up exactly where we left off. Yeah. So I, I got there around noon on Sunday. Same, uh, same. I think. And the first thing we see is a bouncy castle. Large, large bouncy <laughs> castle in front of the music festival. It has a big Stop Cop City banner. Um, massive, multicolored bouncy castle. Uh, people are having a pretty, pretty good time. Yeah, as soon as they finished setting up the bouncy castle, it was it was uh, filled, and uh, everyone. Uh, I think there were about seventy five, hundred people just set up uh, on blankets around the I, stage. Initially, I think in, in in the next few hours, that definitely grew to be there being oh, yeah. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people returning to the music festival for the second day. Um, I mean, I think the, the 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 march on Saturday was anywhere between like. I, I I saw estimates of anywhere between 500 to 1,000 people. Uh, music festival seemed to be like over 500 people. Um, and then on the second day of, of the music festival, it slowly grew in size to, again, being hundreds and hundreds of people. And it's, yeah, it's, it started off just kind of continuing on with the music, continuing on with uh, 
people people having having nice times in the woods i i walked around the campsites and got had conversations with people talking about all sorts of anarchy related things and then they're slowly throughout the day um i think th this was posted on social media as well there was a plan for a rally at 5 p.m to meet on part of uh, part of the field that the, that the music festival was also happening on by the time that happened people people met up uh the group that that kind of uh, uh converged was in a mix of black block camo block so like people like covered head to toe in various various camo print <laughs> um and they set off from from the rc field where the music festival was at so they left they they what they went down boulder crest road to the section of the woods called the power line cut so to, to understand what is going on here, you kind of have to understand some of the geography of the Wolani forest. So we have like the, the Wolani People's Park parking lot and that immediate kind of kind of campsite. This is this is like the the easternmost part. And then there's the RC field, which is just like right right next to that to, to the west. And then even west of that is Entrenchment Creek. And Entrenchment Creek kind of divides up this this uh, this this section of the forest, and then everything everything west of Entrenchment Creek is generally referred to as like the as the old Atlanta prison farm area. And the the power line cut is 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 pretty close to 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 the creek, and to and that that is kind of where this 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 prison farm section uh, is. And this is this is an area of the woods that cops have been more rigorous about policing more rigorous about surveilling more rigorous about having kind of constant surveillance and people on the ground it's, it's estimated that they're spending over forty thousand dollars a day running security <laughs> on this part on on, the, on this part of the woods <laughs> so, yeah wow <laughs> yeah um so see people... and for that amount of money they could hire like more people than are on the police force if they just used fiverr you know, that, that's really that's really the tactic they ought to be embracing. And I, I think if they had used Fiverr, they might have had enough people to counter the protesters. But the, 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 the overbloated police salaries, they only had like 20 people there. Yeah, they, they did not have many. So this group set down Boulder Crest. They 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 marched up the power line cut. They they laid out like tire tire barricades in the street. Um, and then upon them marching, marching on the power line cut. Uh, uh, after after they arrived near the near the near, near the police surveillance setup that we that we that we just mentioned, some of some of the equipment somehow burst into flames. Um, people have blamed like shoddy construction. People have said that you know sometimes equipment just does that. Um, <laughs> but yes, no. So people people set set a whole bunch of uh, police infrastructure on fire. Set some construction equipment on fire that is being used to to destroy sections of the forest where they wanted to build cop city. Um, police were repelled with stuff like rocks and fireworks. The, the cops that were stationed there very quickly retreated. I think uh, lots, lots of stuff was set on fire. There was the, the surveillance tower was set on fire. A bulldozer was set on fire. Well, I mean, it's, it's winter. People need fires to camp comfortably. I understand. <laughs> a that. UTV, a UTV was some kind of like, like a, like big, like a big, like trailer, like storage unit thing was set on fire. Yes, and the cops were very worried about that. They didn't know if there was flammable material inside that. You you wouldn't store flammable materials in an easily accessible area. Uh, we shut down an entire interstate because we did that uh, a few years ago. So 
we would in in Atlanta. Atlanta would all of Atlanta collectively. Um, so 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 this happened. Uh, a thermal chopper from a a, a a thermal police helicopter was was watching all of this. Um, after, and honestly, af- the footage is is pretty interesting. <laughs> It is it is it is worth it is worth discussing how yeah. this type of how how this type of sur- sur- surveillance works. Um, and Almost I, I think, the same uh, thermal cameras that are on the Bayraktar drones that Turkey makes, by the way. It's 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 pretty. Or a it's little pretty, bit of Foucault's boomerang. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 absolutely. No, it's 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 pretty. It's pretty frightening with their ability mm-hmm. to track into in, to track individual people. Um, I also think it's worth because there's video of the cops being pelted with stuff, including fireworks. I think it's worth noting that, like, while it is unpleasant to be pelted with the kind of stuff the cops were pelted with, you and I have both been pelted with numerous fireworks of similar size, and it is not yes. a serious threat to life and limb. No, no, there. We we survived, yeah, but it's, it's modestly unpleasant. But the cops that were there uh, were not very happy about it. They put out calls for officer in need of support and for all available units in the greater Atlanta area to converge on the forest. Um, people who were who who marched to to this to the section of of the power line cut started to disperse throughout the woods, and I I was back by the road watching this from hundreds and hundreds of feet away, because <laughs> I I did not need to go up there. That would not have been helpful in any way. Um, but no. as this as this was happening, a whole bunch of uh, police cars zoomed by. So I started following those cars. I went back to the music festival. Um, I I I met up with with some. With some uh, other uh, other media people that I was that I was uh, communicating with, and then I got a text message saying that a cop showed up in the parking lot of the Walani People's Park with an AR-15. I start making my way over, and then as as I'm running across the music festival, I see a whole bunch of police at the parking lot for the music festival itself at the at at, at the RC field. So I don't I don't make my way over to the Walani People's Park parking lot where there's the Air 15 because instead I see way way more police closer closer to where I am. So I I stage there. Uh minutes later police start running into into the music festival. They start tackling seemingly anyone who's like by themselves and that they could like get their hands on. It it didn't it didn't seem incredibly yeah. targeted. Um it's this is something that we'll kind of I'll pro, I'll probably like discuss in more detail once we have slight, slightly more hindsight. But a, a lot a lot of the arrests did not seem specifically targeted. Um, in the bail hearings from just yesterday, as of time of recording, they said they were going after people who had mud on their clothing, and like it. <laughs> it it rained it a impossible. day before the music festival. Incredible <laughs> detective work. <laughs> only only a true terrorist would have mud. <laughs> I think a month and a half ago, Ryan Millsap tore up the parking lot. So it rained the day before, and anyone who would walk through that parking lot or the trail system had to walk through mud. You're walking through mud. Also, people are just sitting on the dirt at the music festival. Like, so, yes. I mean, they, this might also include, like, useful advice for people in the future, because if the movie Predator was telling me the truth, and it's never lied to me yet, coating yourself entirely in mud makes thermal vision no longer function. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So police, police started tackling people. It was it, it definitely they were going after people who were like b- by themselves. Um. 
and yeah people with mud uh, the police alleged in their in their in their warrants that were read out at the bail hearing that they were going after people who had metal shields and they said that al- almost everyone they arrested was arrested carrying a metal shield now here's a few funny notes about that there was not a single metal shield <laughs> present at all there were a few small plastic shields not a single metal one and in in looking through all of the footage of arrests the footage that i have that's been sent to nlg footage other people have had no one was arrested carrying a shield let alone a metal one um so a a whole bunch of the the reasoning for these arrests is is incredibly suspect uh police so raided once tackled arrested like five people carried them out they raided again and this is where they started launching tear gas into the forest um i got gassed decently bad uh it was not was not very fun first time i've gotten tear gassed in years uh old 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 memories um and during oh, this it's time like a kiss from a dear friend so <laughs> that, was, that was exactly what i was thinking and i did not i i brought gas masks to atlanta but i didn't bring them on the sunday because it was us- a music festival usually you don't bring gas masks to a music festival yeah i mean the thing about gas the thing about tear gas and and gas masks is that like when you're used to getting tear gassed, it's really easy to have them handy and get them on. When, like, you're not used to being tear gassed, you're probably not going to bring it with you. Yeah. So, uh, people got, pe- some people in the forest got gassed pretty bad. Uh, I mean, the, the whole point was to sow confusion, make it so that people could not hide out in the woods. It was, it would, to, yeah. it's to make people yeah. scatter, run away so that they can be tackled and arrested. Um, one person that was a National Lawyers Guild legal observer was arrested. Um, they're also a lawyer at the Southern Poverty Law Center. Uh, this, oh boy. This, this person was the only person arrested that I'm aware of that was released on bail. Um, everybody else yeah, is I'll being held. Bet. <laughs> everyone, everyone else is being held indefinitely. That actually includes there was a second legal observer who was not wearing the hat. Uh, uh, so during the bail hearings yesterday, their lawyer uh, said that they were a legal observer, but because they weren't wearing the hat and because they were not local, they were not given bail. It was reported there was like around like 35 arrests the night of. Yes. Initially. So, uh, APD released a press release that said there were 35 detainees, detainees, which at the time they released it was a very interesting term because we thought 35 people had just been arrested and, and were on their way to jail. Yeah. But just uh, about 45 minutes after that, 12 of those 35 were released. So this was very curious. Um there is a lot of theories going on for what has happened. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just going to relay what I heard when I was listening to the bail hearings yesterday. So a defense lawyer for some of the people arrested said yesterday during the bail hearing that, um, to his understanding, the 12 people that were detained but not arrested were people from Atlanta. And the 23 people who got arrested and charged were not from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And... Part of so what police could be doing here is basically if you're from Atlanta, well, we will ID you, but we're not going to actually arrest and charge you. But we will arrest and charge you if you're from out of state. So this so they can continue this outside agitator narrative so they can say every single person arrested after this protest was from out of state. Um, the, 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 the cops and the media have done a lot of weird collusion regarding the events of Sunday night. Um, they've conflated the location of the arrests a lot. Police want to make this seem like they arrested people at a crime scene that like they, they arrested people 
as they were like torching construction equipment, which just isn't true. They arrested people almost seemingly at random at a music festival that was like hundreds and hundreds of feet away. Like it was, it is, mm-hmm. it is not an, it is not an easy walk from <laughs> from the power line cut to the music festival because not only do you have to go through some like pretty pretty uh, harsh brush some woods um and like jump over a pretty large creek of uh, the alternatively you have to like walk down a road which nobody did so the police have done a, a police and 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 like local media like large like large corporate local media have have tried to make it seem like that this that this music festival thing is just like a red herring that it's it's not it's not important but a lot of the people that that were that were that were arrested seem seem to be people that were just enjoying this music festival so 23 of them um have been charged with domestic terrorism uh, most of those people are being held indefinitely for now uh, they're the 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 bail hearing is going to get appealed to the to the superior court we'll, we'll see if that changes anything the judge said that they were not presented with any evidence that these people did anything wrong, but they still decided to not give them bail. Um, the, the judge, the, the, the reasoning for that was that the judge thought that people who did not have any local ties to the community could be a flight risk. And some people who did have local ties to the community, they said still were a threat to the community somehow, despite many of them not having any prior convictions, not, not having any prior arrests. It's it it seemed it seemed pretty suspect during 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 the during the bail hearing, but that was that was most of Sunday night. Um, eventually, police kind of surrounded and kettled the group of people that that was still still at the music festival hours after these arrests happened. They gave like a five minute dispersal warning, and then they gave a ten minute dispersal warning. Eventually, cops let most of the people who like gather who were gathered right in front of the stage leave. There was probably like fifty people at that point because. People throughout the night were, were trying to leave um, as as police were, you know, like raiding the forest. Some people were able to some people were just like let go and like were able to leave. Others were detained almost arbitrarily. It's 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 hard to say. So that that was the first two days of the week of action. And it felt like a week. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. 
Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. What happened the next day? So... Yeah. The nonviolent uh, direct actions and then the... Monday. Monday. The events... Oh, no, Monday. Yeah, because that was only only the second day. No, Monday is the city council meeting that we were in for eight hours. Yes, yes. So Monday, there was was an interfaith coalition of clergy that uh, that held a press conference outside of City Hall, um, basically, like, endorsing the Stop Cop City movement or, like... Uh, Clark, how how would you describe what 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 happened? So there were a couple of elements to the clergy. Um, we'll just call it an action. Uh, the first thing was uh, they presented a letter with over two hundred uh, other clergy members who had signed that. Uh, Denouncing Cop City, calling for an independent investigation into the killing of Tortuguita, and calling for an independent investigation into the use of domestic terrorism charges to chill free speech. Uh, and then during that press conference, uh, Miko Shaban uh, called for land back and called for land back uh, in the Wilani forest uh, to the Muscogee people to stored in um coordination with the legacy black residents of the area yeah so they they were both like uh talking about the need to stop cop city but also providing a plan on how this land could be used this this land that is that is leased by the city it is on dekalb county after this press conference some of these people from the coalition uh gave public comment during the city council and that was most of the events on monday that i can recall oh there was the there was the Purim in the forest that night, and that was that was very enjoyable. That was kind of the first time people like tried to go back into the forest since since the Sunday night raid. Um, mm-hmm. And that, I think that started to slowly boost morale again. Yeah. And I think we should talk about also after the raid, there are a few um, really unique things that happened. Uh, there were a lot of people who didn't have housing and they were housed by local activists. Um, there was the bus network was set up to transport people from the site where everyone was getting arrested to somewhere safe. Uh, they moved breakfast off site to a different location. So there was a lot of work done in, in, in continuing the week of action and providing some sort of infrastructure for all of these people who had come into town and didn't have anywhere else to go. Yeah. Once again, the resiliency on display was impressive and people's ability to adapt to the ever evolving situation was was tested and people adapted pretty well. Um, Tuesday, there was there was starting to be like typical nonviolent direct actions happening throughout to downtown. A whole bunch of banner drops happened around highways and interstates around Atlanta. People were uh, detained for 
that. Yes. One, uh, 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 three people were briefly detained at the site of 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 a banner drop. Um, but throughout throughout the day, there was people handing out letters to people to folks like the uh, the CEO of Norfolk Southern, Norfolk Southern, uh, Alan Shaw, and then similar similar types of like nonviolent direct action were happening. Uh, a small a small march was led from Woodruff Park to AT and T and Georgia Pacific. Um, there was like maybe. Maybe 50. I think 50 is an accurate number. 50 people gathered to march. Well, there were 50 marchers gathered. And then like 120 police officers in the in the uh, in the surrounding area. Massive, massive police presence. Police caused a huge, a huge disruption to 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 downtown. Um, That's something we've seen kind of ever since the Sunday raid. The police have been incredibly heavy-handed in their response to every single thing, whether that be people handing out flyers or whether that be you know uh, you know people at people at a, at a, at a music festival. Um, a whole a whole bunch of police were mobilized Tuesday night near the forest, like a, a hundred again like a hundred and twenty cops, at least three or four different agencies, uh, bearcats, uh, helicopters. Uh, I think there, it's 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 unclear what they were doing. Um, this is something that we might, we might speculate further on once we have hindsight, when I, when I put together my, my kind of, my kind of, a more, more intense deep dive. And then, uh, then today, the, the thing that me and Clark just got back from, uh, how do you want to explain today's, today's events? So today was a lot of leaflet handing out yeah. and marching for it was a smaller group than the uh march yesterday i would only say like, there was like, like 20 a, 25 people yeah like it started off being like only only about like a dozen um and it, it, it slowly grew to like maybe like two or three dozen but yeah small 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 group of people yeah small group of people and when they met at noon they they met and they broke into three different groups yeah uh, and so the group that we followed was just uh they walked a little northward and started passing out flyers at the Petrie center marta station they went to all three entrances and each uh group warranted its own police uh surveillance massive, unit <laughs> massive police surveillance unit was following everybody around there was there was a SWAT vehicle parked right right outside uh, where these people were handing out flyers. Um, it was it, there was there was like fifty to a hundred cops flanking people on like from from like from like different sides. Uh, eventually, all the all of the smaller groups that kind of branched off converged again, and police then gave a dispersal warning to people who were standing on the sidewalk on a sidewalk outside of a Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> who were handing out flyers? Okay, well, they, I mean, look. Were, in that case, they may have been protecting people because you want you want to get folks as far away from the Hard Rock Cafe as possible. <laughs> Garrison someone, really someone wanted to go might to the eat Hard there, Rock and that's a real dangerous. <laughs> I was I was campaigning for all of the press gathered to meet afterwards at the Hard Rock Cafe. It was no, between the, well, the Hard Rock Hooters guys and... on that one. So, so Garrison, yeah. I watched you at the Rainforest Cafe. You barely made it through well, that dessert. That the was Hard different. Rock Cafe that was is different. even worse. That that was different. I was, I I did I did get food poisoning from that Rainforest Cafe. I will mm-hmm. I will continue to claim. And, and I woke up with a headache for another an inexplicable reason. Not because you were carrying around a bottle of bourbon throughout. <laughs> throughout Las Vegas. Bourbon and a THC yogurt or a milkshake or whatever. Yeah. 
yeah. So, so cops gave a dispersal warning to people who were not, not in fact blocking a sidewalk, were simply handing out flyers. You, people were still walking everywhere. Um, so they basically moved to a different section of the, of the sidewalk, mm-hmm. and cops kind of left them alone. Um, nearby, a group of indigenous activists from the Indian Collective, I believe is what it's... Uh, it's actually Muskogee Nation. The Muskogee Nation uh, went went to a a meeting that the mayor of Atlanta, Andre Dickens, was having nearby. Uh, Clark, I think you know slightly more about what happened here than I do. Yeah, so several of the indigenous activists uh, entered... So <laughs> where he was having this meeting uh, is, is a mall. Great. Um, <laughs> in, in, in true Atlanta fashion. Um, so they entered the mall and they, they found where he was in the building. And uh, so Miko Colonel Shabon delivered a letter... Th- essentially evicting the city of Atlanta from the Wilani forest. Uh, so they got in without the police noticing. Um, and then the moment they got out, a large squad SWAT, of police SWAT swarmed team in. Mobilized. They were, they were not happy how close people got to the mayor. So at this point, we don't know what the full reaction of that's going to be. Uh, we do know that the mayor ran away from accepting the letter. And then one of, I believe they handed <laughs> I, it to I one of the mayors. a mayor <laughs> yes. running. Is, there, there are few, few more beautiful sights than a mayor running away. No. More mayors need to spend time fleeing from their peoples. So like, I think this, this episode comes out, I think, like, th- like late Thursday night, Friday morning. Um, Thursday afternoon there. So like we are, we are recording this Wednesday. There's plans for Thursday. There's going to be, there's going to be a large March at 6 PM. I believe there's going to be a youth rally at Saturday. And then on, on Sunday morning, um, uh, Manuel Tehran, uh, Torte Gita's family is holding a memorial for Tort in the Wolani forest. Um, where I, it, I've been told that, uh, they're going to spread Tort's ashes inside the woods. And that is kind of the last thing that's going to happen um and so those are the things that have have not 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 yet took place um so but we've we've explained in in pretty in in pretty excruciating detail some of some of what's happened so far so yeah that that's kind of the current current state of on the ground at the week of action um i guess robert do do, do you have any questions for uh, clark as someone who's kind of been on the ground in atlanta for years covering (laughs) south cop city yeah i mean I'm curious what over the last few weeks, like you've you've had some direct clashes with the police that have ended in a variety of ways. Broadly speaking, is there anything that you're you're kind of leaning towards this doesn't work? And is there anything you're kind of leaning towards this seems to work really well? So there is something to be said for uh, the more aggressive actions. And I, I think they serve their purpose and there was definitely something to be said for the forest occupation um it, it continued the movement until there was a groundswell of support uh so at this point i think the the actions have sort of switched gear into more non-violent direct actions as we're seeing this week and i think that those actions will will continue i'm, I'm sure the Anarchist contingent will continue to do uh, some other more aggressive, shall we say, direct actions. Yeah. And and, and all of these work. Uh, we, we have a large swath of different uh, avenues of, of engagement that 
the movement is has developed and each of them has their place. And if they're used in the proper place, they are used to great effect. I, I think one kind of change that has happened, we've seen a we've seen a bit of a decrease in the types of like nighttime sabotage, like the the sort of like attack and disappear tactics that was was really popular in like the early days of the occupation uh, of, of like of of like the forced occupation of, of, of people living in living and, and camping out in in the woods. Um, and, you know, the because like the last two much more like militant actions were done during the daytime during like large rallies. There was there was the protest on Saturday after Tortuguita was killed where a cop car was torched. Then there was this then there was this protest on on Sunday night um that people that people marched people marched to the to the power line cut and then the police started doing repression at the music festival um but like those things were happening like during like b- before the sun was setting um so i think that, that that is one interesting change i feel like some people are definitely thinking about this especially because there's been 23 people arrested during this week of action and they're being held in jail, uh, and we have no idea when they're gonna, when they're going to be able to have the option of getting out. So I think this is something this is something that people are thinking about in terms of how they are how they are doing direct action and how how their involvement in direct action will affect people who did not participate, like with people at the, people at the music festival mm-hmm. who who were not who were not present at the power line cut uh, uh, direct action. And how some of those people are undoubtedly now facing like punishment from from the state. Um, so I feel like th- there is definitely going to be some discussion about that. I've 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 seen discussion about this threat in in the city. Um, but I mean, the, the week of action is still is still ongoing. It is it is only Wednesday. It feels like it's been a month, um, but it's only mm-hmm. been like three or four days. Uh, but I mean, it's people. People are in this for the long haul. Um, we're we're starting to see more solidarity from from groups that are less militant, like with the interfaith coalition, right? Like you're not. I don't think any of like the priests, or, the priests or the clergy were there throwing Molotov cocktails um, at the at the surveillance tower. Yet the very next day, they're standing outside of city hall and demanding the same things that the people throwing Molotovs are are demanding. And um, it should be noted that they didn't denounce no. that. They, it is it is solidarity really nice. across yeah. the movement. Absolutely. They talked about how them as clergy, uh, you know, and uh, the, the in in the history of Abrahamic religions, how many how many people associated and are the figureheads of of such religions have been killed by the state and how often often these religions have been in opposition to the state during during their formative years. Um and they, they, I don't they, know. I just, I just can't think of any prominent uh, uh, Christian figures or, or Jewish figures who were who were murdered by the state. That's just not nothing's coming up right none. now. Zero. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I grew up Christian, and I can't really remember anyone. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that is that is that is the week of action so far. Uh, cool. There will there will certainly be 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 a more uh, a more detailed deep dive with like analysis and like, you know, a, a narrative through line in the coming weeks as we're actually able to like look back on what has happened. Of um, interviews with more people who are, who are like actually involved, like interviews with like organizers, protesters, forest defenders. Um, 
But despite the massive amount of repression that we've seen on Sunday, the the increasingly like heavy-handed response police have had to both direct action that in that includes property destruction and nonviolent direct action. Uh, d d despite all that, people are still continuing to be in the woods. They are not letting it scare them away. Uh, the woods are still a place that the people are able to like exist in. Uh, they they are still yeah. able to to live live together in the woods, stay in the woods. The the cops don't like being in the woods. <laughs> the, no, there's a real fear. The, That's the why they're trying to tear them down. Yes. yes. <laughs> the, the the cops are the cops are still very much scared of the woods. Um and and uh people have 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 not have not let the the violence shown by police scare them away mm. from from wanting to stay in the forest. So that is that is something that continued every day there's been like guided tours throughout the forest showing off the different different types of plants, the different sections of the woods, different different old campsites that people have slept at. Um yeah, it's uh it's been it's been pretty nice to see with the with just the incredible level of resilience. Well, I know that that I I am and I'm sure many people are kind of watching this from a distance and uh very uh very happy to see that folks are continuing to adapt and endure uh and and take punches it's unfortunate that the punches keep coming but the ability of the community to take those hits and continue iterating and adapting um remains tremendously impressive um i think kind of the note that makes most sense to end on is to say that this is still a winnable fight absolutely and that is a sentiment that literally everyone on the ground shares like we are at a point where like people keep saying like at this point they have to win like like there there is no other option than winning um and people have the ability to win this this is a winnable fight um and that is that is something that people continue continue to talk about and that that is why people are fighting so hard that's why people are 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 risking getting these ridiculous charges because they know that this fight is both worth it and they know this fight is winnable. Like this, these are these the actions and the risks that people are the actions and the risks that people are taking are not for nothing. Like they they know that it is impactful and there is a very good chance that this this will lead to victory and will lead to the forest being preserved, to being protected, and being able to continue continue to grow it does have a feeling of inevitability that they will win that that we're, we will win. I don't know which the appropriate yeah. way to say that is as a journalist, but the, the feeling is that that cop city will not be built. And that is something that's shared, I think by all of the activists in, in this city. And I guess the, the, the last thing I'll, I'll say is, uh, Atlanta Solidarity Fund. You, sh if you, if you've been listening to any of our coverage, you should already know what it is. You, you can find the Solidarity Fund at atlsolidarity.org. You can donate there to help the forest defenders and you know and anyone who was who was arrested in relation to this uh, with with legal expenses, lawyers, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Well. Um, that's going to do it for this episode, uh, and we'll have more from you, uh, Garrison, and more from Atlanta soon. Uh, until next time, everybody, uh, keep an eye on shit.
It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 